We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friend and you sparkly, sensational soul. I'm really, really, really happy to be connecting with you here today on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. And so if you've hung out with me at all, you know, I really love to share some of the things that I've done, some of the practices and modalities I've participated and played with that have helped me shift and transform my experience of life. Uh, In the past, my life was pretty rotten and painful and awful, and I couldn't figure out why. Well, as uh, often happens, when we ask the right questions, the answers can show up. When the student's ready, the teacher appears. And for me, um, that was the case. It felt like the universe was dropping breadcrumbs, and I just kept following them. And as I did, my life has continually improved. And it hasn't been a straight line. Sometimes there's bumps and bruises, and sometimes there's three steps forward, a step back, four steps forward, three steps back. But I think if we have the strong intention to heal, if we are committed and diligent with our intention to focus on spirit and love, um, we're eventually going to get above the cloud line. We're eventually going to experience a life of blue skies with occasional showers, possibly. But um, what I have found for me for sure is that uh, I have definitely navigated the worst of the storms. And for me today, my life is um, pretty beautiful. It's pretty exquisite. It's pretty love-based. It's a rare day where I'm not feeling aligned and good. But it's because I have taken great responsibility, been diligent, consistent, and persistent. And I hope you are as well. And I would love to be a part, and I appreciate being a part of your journey and at least a part of your day today. So today what I want to talk about is a simple healing practice that I've used a lot in my life and have experienced some really wonderful results from, and it's called Hoponohono. You may have heard of this. It's a Hawaiian practice of reconciliation and forgiveness. It's defined as putting things right or putting things in order. It is to correct or adjust, amend or revise. It's also been um, described as tidying things up, to make things orderly or neat, um, to make things ready. You know, if you think about getting ready to ride a wave, if you're on a surfboard, it's preparing. It's about really taking 100% responsibility for our lives. It is giving up the victim posture and waiting for anything outside of you to change for you to feel good, aligned, connected, right. It's a way of cleaning up our karma. It's a way of coming into right relationship with the universe, with super conscious mind with love. So um, you've probably heard of Ho'oponopono. I found it interesting to look a little bit into, sorry, there's a bug on my desk, the history (laughs) of Ho'oponopono. It originated in Hawaii and was taught by a woman um, called Morna Nalamaka Simona. She was a healer. And in 1983, she received honor 
by being designated as a living treasure of Hawaii. She'd been teaching Ho'oponopono to um, groups of people and has gone to hospitals, colleges, and even the United Nations personnel. She founded something called the Foundation of I Self-Identity through Ho'oponopono to promote the principles of this practice around the world. So in the past, Ho'oponopono needed um, or required the presence of uh, a practitioner or a shaman who would guide the healing process. But she updated this practice in a way that the healing and transformation process no longer required the presence of a practitioner or any other person, but rather just the individual themselves. So um, I've known about Ho'oponopono for a bit, and I've been practicing with it and enjoying it and reaping the rewards of it. Um, but I know it's recently been brought more into mainstream by Joe Vitale. He published um, the book called The Attractor Factor, and I think he was involved in The Secret. And now he's got another book called Zero Limits. And he's a writer and speaker on the subject of self-improvement. And he uh, stumbled on Ho'oponopono and talked about a lot, the healing powers and miracles of this practice. And so he interviewed somebody called Dr. Hilaka La Hugh Len. Dr. Hugh Len was one of the most avid students of Morana Simona and the practitioner of the updated Ho'oponopono technique. And he was the first person who really got documented and confirmed proof of the healing miracles that can be initiated by this process. I found this story so interesting. He was um, a traditionally educated physician, psychologist, and then he decided to take some classes with um, Morana. And he paid a lot of attention to her teachings and wanted to make them even more simple and accessible. And as he experimented with this, he created um, a really incredible, miraculous dynamic. So in 1984, he worked as a psychologist for the Hawaii State Hospital and oversaw high security unit housing for criminally insane patients. It was a job that nobody wanted. Um, these people that were in this institution were murderers, rapists, um, and they were also insane. They were locked into this high security psychiatric facility, and there was a lot of violence against one another and the staff. So you can see why nobody would really want to work there. So for three years, he worked there. And after these three years, there were no more restraints being used. The violence almost ceased to exist. And then um, eventually people improved, healed, and were released. All of this was documented and described by witnesses and personnel. So I think Dr. Vitale actually interviewed Dr. Hewlin and said, how did you do this? How did miraculous changes like this occur by vir virtue of you working in this hospital? He didn't do any therapy or counseling with patients. He did not attend any staff conferences. What he did was simply practice his Pono process on a daily basis, which included him simply taking 100% responsibility for everything he experienced by himself. All he did 
was sit with the files of these people, these patients, and he would repeat these four phrases, which is the foundation and the crux and the core of Pono. It's, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. So when Dr. Vitali asked him, how did you manage to heal these violent patients without actually seeing them in person? And what Dr. Hewlin said was, I didn't heal them. I healed the part of myself that created them. That's pretty revelatory. That is pretty radical. What the foundational principle and presumption of a Pono Pono is, is that you are responsible, 100% responsible for everything, everyone, and everywhere in your life. It means not only your screw-ups, but also your successes. It means if someone somewhere did something and you became aware of it, that you're also 100% responsible for that. It's radical. And I have to tell you, I didn't like it very much when I, when I uh, heard about this and when I was asked if I wanted to participate in it because I didn't want to be 100% responsible for some of the things that occurred in my life. I felt like I had been victimized. I had been betrayed. I'd been lied to. I'd been cheated on. I'd been stolen from. I didn't want to take responsibility for that. I was the good guy. Um, my ex-fiance was the bad guy. And I really held on to that notion for about three years. And my life was just in the same stuck place. And what I got really clearly when I meditated was that I was going to have to let him off the hook. By me trying to hold his feet to the fire, because of bad, wrong things he did, it was burning me. That was a tough pill to swallow. His life was amazing from the outside in. My life was not. So me trying to be right wasn't making my life better. I could tell my story and get people to feel sorry for me. And that was satisfying for about a hot second. <laughs> but I wanted to make my own money. I wanted to be in a good relationship. I wanted to stop suffering and struggling physically with my health and um, mentally and emotionally and financially. And so what I got was that I was going to have to quit telling my sad story and take 100% responsibility for my reality, which again is one of the purposes and practices of a Pono Pono. So it wasn't easy. I would sit in my living room, light a candle with the intention for healing to occur. And I would see, say these phrases, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And it did. It took me on a journey. Um, and some of that journey was really not fun. At first I was angry and resentful. And then I was sad. And then I did find some places inside of me where I was sorry for certain things I had done and said. And I did ask for forgiveness for those things. And you know what I found? And it didn't happen right away. I think sometimes we have to fake it until we make it. But eventually what I found was 
when this individual would drop into my awareness, I no longer felt the tangled up knots in my gut. I never felt like that, that rock in my stomach. Something inside of me started to shift. Something started to unravel. So Pono Pono is really considered to be a cleaning process. It's cleaning the subconscious garbage from out of our psyche, the programs that run our lives from the recesses without our participation. This content can be there for past lives, the collective unconscious, the, from childhood, from relationships. Um, we don't even need to know where it came from. But what I found in this particular situation is that we clear and clean and continue these phrases. I started to feel a little lighter. I started to feel a little bit more freedom. I started to feel a little bit more peace. And you know, the, the um, title of my radio show is Journey to Center. It was about helping me come back to center, to be able to come into congruent alignment with my soul and with source. And my sense is everything we want or need, desire or deserve comes from that connection to something greater. And as long as we're holding people on the hook, keeping their feet to the fire because of what they did bad or wrong to us, what we're doing is limiting our capacity to be an authentic, congruent, aligned relationship with that something greater. We're holding our own selves back from having our best, most blessed, most beautiful life possible. So as I untangled the hurts and the heartbreak, as I continued to say these phrases, again, initially it just came, it was just um, intellectual, didn't have the feeling behind it. I was faking it. But as I continued to do it, it became more authentic. And as I felt more peaceful and free, as I started to heal from the inside out, life started to show up very differently for me. I ended up finding or manifesting a really beautiful relationship with a lovely, lovely man. And I know for sure if I would have continued to hold on to my anger and hurt from this past relationship, I wouldn't have been in a position to be in this healthy, wonderful relationship with this wonderful, wonderful man. So I'm just so grateful I had the courage to at least experiment with this. And I'm so grateful for the healing that's occurred by it, by virtue of participating in it. And I'm not special. Dr. Hugh Lin, I mean, he's radical, but he's not special. This work works. And uh, again, it can take courage and it can take diligence and it can take commitment. But the rewards and benefits and upside for participating in this are extraordinary. And really, there is no downside other than it's kind of maybe a, an affront to our ego. <laughs> can be uncomfortable in that regard. But I promise you the benefits and rewards far outweigh and exceed the downside. So when we talk about apologies and forgiveness, isn't that something that we all want to hear from the people that we perceive as doing us wrong? Like, I mean, wouldn't it be great to have an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or a parent or someone who's lied or stolen or betrayed you to say, you know what, I'm sorry, for them to see the error of their ways and admit it and take responsibility. Wouldn't that be amazing? But you know what? We don't have any control over that. And what I believe is if someone has, quote unquote, done us wrong, on some level, we have agreed to be in relationship with them. We have some sort of contract, spiritual contract or agreement um, for that experience. 
And in the end, all we can do here and now is to take responsibility for our side of the road. That's all we can do. If we're not, then we are in the victim posture. And what I know for sure is that if we maintain that victim posture, we're going to suffer. We're not going to manifest what we want or, again, what the universe wants for us. We have to clean up our side of the road. So um, to let them off the hook gets us free. And now consider the phrases, thank you and I love you. There are no more powerful words in the universe. The powers of love and gratitude are absolutely unquestionable in every self-empowerment teaching, school, spiritual uh, teaching, or religion. And I believe appreciation and love are the actual animating, literal animating forces of the universe. And tapping into these states aligns us more directly with universe, with all of creation. So, you know, it was kind of funny. I was speaking with, um, uh, well, she was a client, a student, and a friend of mine. And I was trying to support her in the Ho'oponopono practice and forgiveness. And she goes, Tammy, you know what? I refuse to forgive until they say they're sorry. And I said, you know, they may never say they're sorry. And wouldn't it be a shame that you've put you having an empowered, happy life on hold because these people aren't showing up and doing this small thing that they're going to keep you hostage of this life where you're really struggling and suffering in every way. And she utterly, absolutely, completely refused. And so I had to let her go as a client because if somebody's not going to take responsibility, then I don't think I can help you. And then I was having this conversation with my sister Tonda the other day. Somebody had done some things and said some things that weren't good. We, we can all sit around and agree on that. And she goes, well, Tammy, I'd find it easier to forgive her if she would just, you know, take responsibility and say she was sorry. I said, Tonda, she may not have that awareness, capacity, ability. You know, it's sort of like I like this thing. You can't pour your court into someone else's pint. Say, for instance, she's energetically in second grade and you're trying to go to college. You're completely in different vibrational places. You're completely on different playing fields. And you're trying to hold her to task. And I don't think she's capable. And I understand your desire for that. I've had it too. But why don't we just try this and see how you feel. And um, let yourself off the hook. And she was open to that. And she did it. And something really funny happened. She got a call. And there was some communication that was much softer. And maybe she didn't really get the apology necessarily, but something definitely shifted. And I've had this happen in my life as well. I've done Ho'oponopono for a lot of people, a lot of situations, and a lot of um, experiences. Um, and sometimes when I do the process, I'll just ask spirit of the universe to just reveal to me who I need to do this with and for. And um, a couple of times there's been surprises about who's shown up that was still in there to, to work on and to clear. And I have literally gotten emails and phone calls from people that I've done this with. And we've had some really amazing conversations. I have received some apologies 
And that was an unexpected side effect, I think, of doing this. And there are other times where I don't hear from them, but I do know I just simply feel better. I simply feel more comfortable in my skin and more free. And life has been able to show up in a way that is definitely more bountiful and prosperous and miraculous. And I believe it's in no small part due to my willingness to uh, participate in this simple, simple process. So um, here's a quote from Dr. Hugh Lin. He says, the only problem with human beings is that they're arrogant. Because that's what thinking is. This, in essence, I know, quote unquote, that keeps us limited. That keeps us out of alignment. So wisdom is about being in the void. It's to be thoughtless. It's about being still. This is how light and healing can start to channel in and come through. He said, as long as I have something going on in my mind, the light can't come through. The light can only come in when the mind is cleared and in a state of silence. This is why I like to meditate. But sometimes it can, it can be challenging to get the monkey mind to chill, to slow down, to stop. And for me, Ho'oponopono, repeating these phrases, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And then often I'll just continue on. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. And eventually my own thoughts start to chill and still. And then there's more and more space between those phrases. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And I essentially come to peace. Another important part of this is being able to say these words to our inner child, to be able to say it to ourselves in the past when we didn't know how to do better than we were doing, to say sorry to um, maybe the choices that weren't as loving as possible. Again, to and for and within ourselves, to and for others. So when we choose to bring loving and compassion, ask for forgiveness and, and healing to our inner child and to our memories, we take responsibility for ourselves. We bring in this state of healing and light and love. And if you take complete responsibility in your life, and if you learn to love yourself, it is the greatest way to improve yourself. And as you improve yourself, you improve the whole world. So Ho'oponopono is really, although it's initiated by the intellect, it's the mental part in you that has free will and choice. God gave us free will and choice. When we think of the apple tree, do we want to take a bite of that apple or not? Well, I think we did or we wouldn't have been here. So now what do we choose? We can either do things on our own or we can align with God. We can do it our way or we can do it God's way. And I think to do God's way is to receive forgiveness and then to extend that forgiveness, to receive God's love and appreciation and adoration, and then to extend and share and ripple out that um, love, appreciation, gratitude, and adoration to others. So peace on earth begins with us making peace with ourselves. And to me, Ho'oponopono is really beautiful, simple, accessible way of creating peace within ourselves 
helping us align more, again, congruently, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, coming into alignment consciously, unconsciously, and super consciously so that we can indeed experience more bliss and more heaven on earth. And I want that for me. And I want that for you. And I am most days living a beautiful, blissful, blessed heaven on earth life. And I hope you are as well. And if you're not, open your mind and heart to working with the simple, simple practice. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Just to see what happens as an experiment. I would be very, very interested in hearing from you if you have any um of your own personal revelations, any healing stories you want to share, any God winks. I love God winks. Um, any questions, any concerns. I would love, love to hear from you. You can email me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com and uh, just let me know how this practice goes for you. And I want you to know I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for being a part of the Energy of Empower Radio. Thank you for being part of this day, allowing me to be a part of your day. I feel so incredibly blessed to be on this journey with you, holding your hand and journeying forward, onward and upward as we relax into our center and align with our soul and source, celebrating every step of the way. So please know you're my heart, my meditations my thoughts and my prayers and I'm sending you blessings for grace, ease, joy, peace, healing, wholeness and immense, profound, unconditional and infinite love. Be in touch. Take good, gentle care of yourself and I look forward to hearing from you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. <laughs>